0: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, September 27th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on government funding. Number two, some news on legislation to ban members and others from trading stocks. And number three, electoral reform legislation is moving forward in the Senate. All right. Uh, As we all know, all eyes this week are on getting the government funded through December 16th. The Senate is back today. The House returns tomorrow. Um, Let's talk about this effort to get the stopgap funding bill to keep the federal government open beyond Friday uh, to tee up the first item of the day. So House and Senate appropriators late Monday night unveiled a short term government funding bill to keep federal. Federal agencies open until December 16th, but senators, of course, must first decide the fate of a permitting reform proposal by Senator Joe Manchin, the Democrat from West Virginia, before they pass the continuing resolution. So the 237-page funding package includes a slew of things, including $12.3 billion in economic and military support for Ukraine, $1 billion for the Low-Income Home Energy Assistance Program, $2.5 billion in funding for New Mexico to recover from a fire in April, $2 billion in additional disaster aid, among a number of other uh, funding funding plans. Uh, But the big thing here that's been holding all of this up isn't the specifics of any certain line item except for Manchin's permitting plan. That is the Energy Independence and Security Act of 2022. It is also included in the text of the funding package as of now. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer promised Manchin he'd get a vote on that proposal in return for his support for the Inflation Reduction Act. So we've been talking about all of the things that this bill you know, does, is these provisions, what mansion has been pushing in this kind of blitz. Uh, to try and get support over the past week. Um, But it really doesn't appear that that is going to uh, be able to be included in the final package, given the fact that uh, many senior Republicans will vote no because they're opposed to Manchin's permitting plan, preferring an alternative by Senator Shelley Moore Capito, the Republican from West Virginia. There's also progressive Democrats, including Senator Bernie Sanders, who say they are concerned that enacting Manchin's initiative will lead to a dramatic expansion in oil and natural gas drilling. So where does that lead us? If Manchin doesn't have the 60 votes needed to get cloture, well, that means uh, that Schumer and Speaker Nancy Pelosi are going to face a choice. The House could move quickly to pass a CR without the mansion proposal, possibly as soon as Wednesday night when they come back uh, from recess. That would give the Senate time to work through the measure before the September 30th deadline. Another possible strategy. Schumer could seek a time agreement to move a revised CR through the Senate first. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, an appropriator himself, does not like shutdowns. So a deal is likely. Under that scenario, the House could end up voting by Friday. If cloture is invoked, then Congress would need to pass a bridge funding bill to give itself a few more days to resolve its differences over the CR. The House is unlikely to back the Mansion proposal, so there would have to be some sort of bicameral compromise. Either way, today's 5.30 p.m. Senate cloture vote is the first step in resolving the CR endgame. Lawmakers want to head home to campaign for re-election as soon as possible. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. For us, we have been covering uh, this effort in the House to take up the Stock Act, House Democrats' new bill to ban stock trading. And we've got some news on it this morning. This bill is going to be expansive, applying to members of Congress, their spouses, independent children, senior aides, federal judges, including the Supreme Court, and, Supreme, and senior executive branch officials, according to sources involved in the discussions. This is a big, big, big shift. Uh, if it becomes uh, law, that is for sure. Lawmakers, judges, and all other government officials covered by the ban will have to choose between divesting their investment for portfolios or putting their assets in a qualified blind trust. Members of the judicial branch will have to file more detailed financial disclosures, as we have reported was already under consideration. So what does this mean? What's the timeline? The House is supposed to vote on the Democratic measure this week, but there's a wrinkle. The text hasn't been released yet, and we're told there are serious concerns within leadership ranks about the proposal in general. House leadership doesn't currently have the votes to pass the bill given the number of rank and file Democrats who actively are opposed to it, according to one source Uh, in the face of what looks like solid GOP opposition. Of course, uh, a lot could change between now and the end of this week. Uh, but that's where things stand at the moment. So uh, there's a big question here of whether this bill even comes to the floor. Several senior Democratic aides told us they're skeptical of the legislation we voted on during a three-day work week at the end of the fiscal year. As we just went through, there's a lot of scenarios uh, in terms of timing for what the House and Senate are going to have to be doing uh, You know, here in terms of just getting the government funded over the next three days once they're in. Um, So big question, does this bill even come to the floor? We will have to wait and see. You have to remember that the House doesn't come in until Wednesday due to Rosh Hashanah. And of course, the chamber's most important task is going to be keeping the federal government funded beyond September 30th. However, the current plan is to bring the Stock Act to the Rules Committee whenever the panel meets to consider the continuing resolution. Members are set to leave town on Friday until November 14th. Um, so, you know, this is going to be something that we're going to see play out, uh, you know, as much as there's been kind of widespread support, growing support, frankly, where we didn't see this even a couple years ago to try and push forward with an effort to ban members of Congress from trading on stocks. Um, this proposal goes quite quite a bit further um, than than we expected. And I would also say that the other thing that's going to be another wrinkle for Democrats here is that Republicans who are kind of largely supportive with the idea of this are frustrated by the fact that this is failing to move through regular order. um, And they're not going to be any kind of input from the, from Republicans on this bill Uh, representative Rodney Davis, the top Republican on the house administration panel has called the bill quote unquote, highly partisan um, you know, Lofgren, who Zoe Lofgren, who chairs the administration committee, has been working on this for um, a very long time and has kind of tried to tell colleagues what she's doing. She's out a, a lengthy dear colleague last week laying out all of the parameters of the Democratic legislation, um, which includes a lot of different things. But time is going to tell one, do they have the time to actually get this done over the next three, three or four days? Is there the will of both, you know, not only, you know, just Republicans who will probably oppose this because they're upset with the process, but also by rank and file Democratic lawmakers based on the fact that it is so expansive. Um, We are going to be watching this and continuing to report on it all week. And we'll like to we will keep you abreast of what happens there. Let's move on to the number three story of the morning. The Collins-Mansion Electoral Reform Bill is now set to move ahead. This is a big deal. The Senate Rules Committee has a markup scheduled for this afternoon on the Electoral Count Reform and Presidential Transition Improvement Act. This is that bipartisan bill that's been drafted by Senators Joe Manchin and Senator Susan Collins. Uh, The legislation would reform the 1887 Electoral Count Act to avoid a repeat of what happened following the 2020 presidential election. The role of the vice president would be ministerial only without any authority to reject a state's election results. Another big change the threshold for objecting to a state's results would be raised to one fifth of members and senators. Currently, only one member and one senator are required to raise a formal objection to any state results. Now, those two, Manchin and Collins, have really gotten quite uh, the number of both Republicans and Democrats to co-sponsor the measure, 11 Democrats and 11 Republicans, uh, which they say shows broad support uh, for this piece of legislation. A source close to the negotiation said a modest package of amendments have been agreed to by Manchin, Collins, and Senators Amy Klobuchar, the Democrat from Minnesota, and Roy Blunt, Republican from Missouri, the chair and ranking member on rules. Of course, final action on this legislation is going to have to wait for the lame duck session. The House, uh, as we have been talking about on this podcast, uh, for several days has its own bill offered by Representative Zoe Lofgren and Liz Cheney, both members of the January 6th Select Committee. There are some significant differences between the two bills, although it appears uh, that it slightly not impossible to overcome. The Senate split 50-50 is going to insist on its own measure. So we're going to have to see how House leaders respond following the midterm elections. And with that, we'll let you go. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Leave us a rating and review. Share the Daily Punch. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter where we have even deeper dives into everything we talk about on this podcast every morning at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.